0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. On the last few episodes, we've had some great interviews, some great teams. We've had the Vogu Collective, Roboto's, the Doge Pound, Oniforce, Crypto Dads, Blue, and Dizzy Dragons last week. We also did our first NFT giveaway. Stay tuned for more giveaways. Make sure you subscribe to the Benzinga YouTube channel smash that like. We've got a great show today. We've got some headlines to get into. And we've got another great interview today. Sup ducks? Stay tuned, guys. This is The Roadmap.
1: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.
0: All right, guys. Yeah, you heard me say it. Benzinga's new NFT show. We've been doing this for a couple months now. We've already had some amazing teams on some great interviews, and we've got another great one today. I already see all the ducks in the chat excited, ready to go. Before we get into today's interview, let me bring on my co-host, Maz. Maz, what's going on, buddy?
2: Sup, Chris. How are we doing, hey, man?
0: Sup, Maz. I mean, yeah, uh, we got a great interview, right? And we've already had some great teams on. And I mean, our lineup just keeps growing. We've got a great October lined up with some amazing guests. And, and that's part of the NFT community, right? It's bringing on these artists, these creators of NFT projects to really talk about, you know, what led them into the nft space how did they design the nfts what are their favorite traits what are their favorite nfts and also talking about what the show title the roadmap what's next what's to come what should we expect so uh we we got a great one today
2: exactly fun fact man when i first got into nft Subducts and cool cats were the first two projects that caught my eye and it's great to see them both come such a long way from, you know, what was it? Maybe two, three months ago. So I'm excited for this interview. Um, and yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, guys. Yeah, you heard Mass say, I mean, this one's been around for a little while, but they have a loyal and great community as we're seeing already in the chat. So it is my privilege to bring on Frankie Nines, the artist and uh, creator of SupDucks. Frankie, what's going on? What's up? What's
1: up, Frankie? yo, yo, yo. Sup, 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 sup. Oh, sup. <laughs> oh
2: How's man. Going, we, guys?
0: Oh, it's going great. We, I, we're we seeing your loyal community here, you know, showing up for this interview. I know, you know, they've probably watched interviews, heard from you in the past, but we're excited to hear more information on subdocs, hear about the future, and already hear on, you know, how you've delivered. And, you know, this is a, a great NFT project. We've got a floor price of 2.385 on the ducks and you also you know recently launched another nft off of that so let's start out here you know before we get into sub i'm wondering if you can tell us about your start in the nft space i saw in your bio that you were a uh partner with uh dapper labs in the early days can you talk a little bit about dapper and your uh you know nft start here
1: yeah no I, yeah i um well let's see. I was in the industry very early. I wasn't a partner. I worked for dapper um i uh I got into blockchain around two thousand seventeen so I was working in like identity and digital stuff and then when i um when I moved to london like i I started working um I was working on a wallet and then I saw CryptoKitties and I applied to work for Dapper and like got in and spent two years working with them. But at the same time, like also popping up on like known origin and um, like, you know, started minting NFTs pretty early. So.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you were uh, pretty early to the space. That's pretty exciting here. You know, we hear a lot of people talk about, you know, what what was your first NFT that you got in. Uh, not many people, you know, talk about CryptoKitties. Uh, you know, years ago, a lot of people, you know, talk about TopShot and others from this year. So you, you know, are ahead of the game when it comes to that. Let's dive yeah. into Subduck. So, you know, this project launched earlier this year. Tell us about you know why why Subducks? Uh how was this created yeah. and you know why is it uh, so exciting?
1: All right, so subducts. well SUP, like subduct was like uh it was a character that I had in my head like a long time ago. Um and I would just like doodle on paper. I was like, Sup, here's a Duck, Duck says sup. And then um yeah, I uh so like before like mainstream mass adoption took over like in the nft space there was very little like like apps that actually produce stuff so additional was an app that had a way for you to make nfts and i was just like uploading little comics and built like a little tiny community i guess you would say and yeah someone uh basically my 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 uh one of the guys on my team, the best dude, he hit me up. He was like, yo, you should bring SubDucks into the world. So I was like, all right, let's do it. We jumped on it. We jammed Bang. Happened.
0: Awesome. Love it. Uh, you know, great, great intro there to SubDucks. So, you know, as I said, we recently then saw, you know, off of Subducts, we saw the launch of King Frogs. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, uh, why frogs and you know kind of the launch of King Frogs that recently happened for sub duck holders?
1: Well, so King Frog is King, King Frog is like an interesting thing. So like in my world, your duck has a frog, right? It's like your it's like your little your little homeboy. It's like a, like your little best friend. Um, so we dropped King Frogs on thirtieth. Uh, We did a claim and a mint, two-pack thing. Um, Yeah. (laughs) King Frog.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Have you been, uh, you know, surprised at, you know, the reception to, to King Frogs? Is it going as planned?
1: It's pretty good. I think, so, like, what's interesting about the King Frog is, like, I think like when I drew them out, right. Cause so one of the, one of the things that we do in subducts is we have, we have our duck and we have our bungalow. Right. And so you have your frog tank there where you can have, you know, your, your, your buddy. Um, And so I think like we're right now, I'm like in this mode where we're going to start moving into like science experiments. Right. Like, what does that mean? Right. Like, can I blow that out? Um, and then, yeah, uh, you know, Spragalicious baby, so.
2: <laughs> Love that, man. Frankie, so let's talk a little bit about the Subduck community. Cause I think that's a big part of the project. Um, you know, the discord has around 16 K members, you know, the Twitter around 35 K. Tell us a little bit more about the community behind Subducks. You know, what you guys are doing to build a community, to keep the community engaged, you know, on a daily basis.
1: Um, uh, well... Uh, The community is actually amazing. Um, This is probably like the first time I've been on something where like I actually feel like people are like, yo, what's up? You know, (laughs) Um, the discord bot system is pretty, pretty legit. Like the madness there, the science you can add into it, the tipping and all of those things. Um, But I have a whole squad that's basically just like you know holding it down. I mean, those are my boys. So like you know,
2: love that. Do you spend a lot of time it, in the Discord done. yourself? Huh? Do you spend a lot of time in the Discord yourself?
1: Every day, actually. Nice. Well, so I try to I try to pop in every once in a while. I'll come in and rap and just be like, "Yo, sup, sup, sup." Throw <laughs> like weak art, you know, like drop some things, you know. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean we stay we stay pretty like pretty heavy in the Discord.
2: Love it's that good. it's
1: a good Discord. Yeah,
2: it's a very active Discord, which is great to see. Um, let's talk a little bit. So about any marketing channels. We talked before the show came on about you know big cloud, which is a decentralized social media. Are you mm-hmm. looking for new methods to grow you know the marketing towards subducts or towards NFTs in general right now?
1: To grow the marketing for subducts?
2: Yeah, or just like know, NFTs in general or your brand or anything like that.
1: Interesting. Um, I think, well, so what I want to start doing is like looking at more of like a like a, like a traditional like merchandising style, right? Like I want to start making toys oh, and no. games and like okay. a cartoon series. Like, you know, I, I want to I kind of push that way got it yeah it's kind of like how i'm gonna roll it
2: love that man um so something that me and chris like to ask every guest that we have on is uh so what are some of your favorite traits specifically for the subduck collection and the king frogs collection can you tell us a little bit more about like what 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 certain models do you like the
1: most Ooh,
2: ooh. <laughs> let's, let's so break many it down here.
1: i see them scrolling there the doodle ones are dope that reminds me of like when I was, you know, just scratching on uh, paper.
0: Yeah, it's dope.
1: The Meta is pretty hilarious. I don't know. I, I mean, I I generally love everything. I I love them all. They're, they're what's all like the crazy. one that
2: pops in your head. Like, what's the first one that pops in your head that you can not think of? Like
1: probably like probably like my pizza, my pizza brace face duck is pretty hard. Pizza brace face. Yeah, That's the pants heads old are old. super dope too. Yeah. Let's see,
2: pizza braised face. Let's see if we can find it here. Is it? Un- do you know how we can search for it? Hmm. Do you know how we can search you for go it? Go to the
1: skin. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some pizza. Oh, there it is. So I got, I got. So like, what's really interesting about like this project too with me is like when i built it like when the whole team built it i went and actually like bought like you know i i I always try to like run my own code right like run my own process um and so like i I went and bought a bunch of ducks when it first opened mint and i got one of those rare like uh yeah i got the brace face pizza duck and i was (laughs) like whoa that's so cool you know, it was like, okay. oh, snaps. Like, I got that chance and I got it.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, man, these pop out. I really like the art on these. It's really cool. Um, tell us a little bit more about merchandise, man. Can you break it down? So do you have any, like, ETA for that? Or are you still in the process? Or can so, we expect any?
1: So something that's interesting is, like, we opened up merchandising, like, pretty early. We had a, you know, I got my sub hat on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, like... Like a like a standard dropship system going. I think what we're doing now, and this is gonna be pretty pretty dope, is we're gonna be dropping a collab. Um, I actually didn't even text the guy if I could announce it yet. <laughs> I'm gonna text him right now. All right. Um, but uh, we're gonna be dropping a a collab. It's actually kind of fire. It's actually really 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 fire. For a brand to do something with a streetwear brand? Like, you know, you saw Apes was doing with the, the hundreds? Uh-huh. You
2: know?
1: Yeah. So this
2: brand is not an NFT world at all right now?
1: I uh, see. Uh, Pink Dolphin. Oh,
2: dude, dope. I love that. Dude, I'm based in LA, so I see these guys around all the time. That's pretty cool to hear.
1: Yeah.
0: And this has not been announced previously. Is that correct, Frankie? <laughs> i'm like uh
1: oh, shit i spilled the beans my bed,
0: my <laughs> hey bed, we, we my my love bed. getting exclusives here on the roadmap. so uh but yeah we don't want to get you in trouble at all but yeah we we love it
2: dude that's that's awesome is dude that's really cool because i love their colors because their colors actually are very vibrant so they match very similar to the subduck uh nfts so that's i'm excited yeah. for that oh yeah that's great um so as far as you know, let's just kind of rewind a little bit. You were talking about ingredients, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about that and uh, what that means for subtech holders?
1: Um, so what we did when we, we dropped ten thousand frog or, t- or ten thousand ducks, right? And I didn't want to do like a breeding mechanic or anything with the ducks. I was like, yo, there's only gonna be ten thousand ducks, and I was like, oh, ten thousand ducks. You need duck needs his homie. King frog. So we need 10,000 king frogs. And then we opened up a mint and we were like, all right, let's add another 10,000 king frogs. So now we have 20,000 king frogs floating around. And I was like, "Mm, hmm, it's too many frogs. What should we do? So what we decided on was we're like, all right, well, there's a couple little crazy things. Let me get my little foil hat on and like try to figure out what I want to do. All right. So I'm going to grab a microwave. I'm going to put it right here. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to throw two, two, three of those frogs in there, turn it on its side. I'm going to duct tape <laughs> it. Do, 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 do. I'm going to, you know, fuse it up, whatever. So like we're like, I was like thinking in my head, I was like, mm, what would be interesting? What would be weird? What would it do, 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 do? And when I got to the frogs, I was like, all right, well, you know what? How about, I want to make my frog electric or I want to make him on fire. I'm going to feed him some fireflies. He needs some energy. So I'm going to give him some juice, you know? So we started uh, building out some ingredients that you'll be able to pump up your frogs with, and I'm going to try to get them, get them, get them out of their other jump boxes.
2: Dude, that's awesome. And, you know, we were able to kind of see a sneak peek before we started shooting and I uh, did have anyone watching. They were, pretty awesome so yeah yeah so i'm excited for that but
1: but 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 there's more on that one because so if you have the three frogs so this is actually like what i'm like doing right now i'm like focusing on this because what you do is if you have your frogs right your three frogs or how many other frogs you have um, you'll be able to take those king frogs with those ingredients that animate them, and bring them to life. You'll be able to smash them into a fat toad. <laughs> and,
2: and I saw a picture of the fat toad, and I mean, they're thick boy, right oh, there. Are we gonna get We're gonna thick. get it. We're gonna get it. There it is. Oh,
1: there it is. <laughs> kicked up on a Thursday. Oh Oof. man, look thick at that. Thick with three guys. C's, right there, man. No, <laughs> he's a thick boy. So yeah. <laughs> You can have some king frogs and you can have some, you can have a king toad.
0: Oh man, fat toad. Everyone's excited in the chat. You guys just saw it. We're we're getting information out of Frankie. Oh man. I, you know, I I saw that SupDucks launched an app, right? And that's something we don't see in NFTs too much. We've seen a couple where they launch, you know, a mobile app why was having an app important for Subducks and what does that mean going forward for the, for the NFT project?
1: Oh, I mean, well, oof. Uh, I like, I my first big break into the tech industry was being an app developer. So building iPhone apps is very important to me, I think. Um, I think, too, like, the thing is, is everybody's got an iPhone, so, like, You know even though i do have metamask on my phone and i try to do you know all my fun crypto stuff like most of it's on my computer my phone i use various things but i think like it just made sense and then obviously like from my history of making sticker apps or photo bomb apps like being able to make your duck you know turn yourself into a duck which is like super fun. The other thing too, is like I opened up all the artwork for both of the projects, actually for all of the projects, they'll get opened up. So, you know, the app could just pull the art in, take a photo, slap on, a, a, you know, the eyeballs or a hat or whatever. Um, the, the cool thing though, I thought was like the way we gated the uh, login. Right. So like you have to connect a wallet to get access to the content. And it it basically just verifies if you own a duck or not. That's it, that's it. You know? So I don't know. I think I think there's some opportunity to do some pretty cool stuff. The other thing that was really, really awesome with that app was it became its own marketing engine in a way. Like its own like marketing asset tool. So I think like as I see like as I see like community members like making like uh, memes and stuff, like I feel like let's just build all that in the app and then it's just easy and everybody can do it and you guys just go crazy on the internet, make it rain. Especially when these fat toes drop. Yep. There's gonna be a lot of
0: cake. Awesome. Love it. Uh, We also have uh, in September, we had Volt, right? So uh, a token, future utility. That's something we're hearing more and more about with new NFT projects, right? As, uh, you know, utility and tokens. Subduck, again, was a little earlier on the side of the the tokens. Can you talk about Volt and how that's going to play into the future here for Subducks?
1: Yeah. Well, so like... From my background, you know, I, I worked at Zynga. Uh, I built pl- plenty handful of games. And I'm very, very familiar with like premium and soft currency models for how you enjoy experiences. So I think like having our own token that can kind of be a utility power piece for all the weird funky stuff we want to do is kind of like the whole objective here. And I think what's cool too is like it's volt, it's voltage, it's the energy, it's the juice, it's what powers the subducts, it's what powers the megaverse that we're building. So like, you know, it's it's kind of like the it's it's even though Ethereum is like the way Ethereum, because right now it's built on Ethereum, but like Ethereum is like the core uh, gate, the vault token is a way that we can. Get our community and and consumers and players, friends, family, to interact with our experiences, and have a token that you know is used for that. So it's pretty cool. I've I, this is my first time launching a token. I've never launched a token before. I was around during the ICO uh, the ICO days, and I know that that was crazy cuckoo. So uh, doing this and. Yeah, like not, you know, not having to like run down the street with my like a briefcase full of documents or whatever <laughs> I imagined someone would be doing paper flying or like that. Like, you know, so I don't know. But it was, it was really, really exciting. Really, really cool. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Uh, another question we like to ask here, you know, on the roadmap is, you know, outside of Subducts. What are some NFTs you know that you own or you like um, from other creators and artists?
1: Ooh, I mean, I okay, so I, I I I I lurk a lot of projects. I I check out projects mostly. What I do is I, I usually when I when I see a project on like Rarity Tools or I see something on uh, on like EtherScan or I'll even go to the I'll even go to the sideways and go look the REIKB contracts like i i usually look for teams right like i usually look at like okay like like suss out the team um because i think there's 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 so many amazing projects there's so many great artists and talented developers out there and in no means by me is this at all a competition like i want everybody to like win i actually like want people to win for you know before us you know because we're kind of playing like a a long game but i think like yeah i i i do take a lot i look at a lot of projects i look at a lot of uh, the profiles behind the people behind the projects the art um and i i snap i buy stuff up and the thing too is like when i first got into doing nft art and even when i sold my my pieces in 2020 i think it was 2020 well shark came through and blessed my life with like 30 eth um i'm trying to i I try to do that back because i feel like you know like i get it there's a lot of crypto going in and out all these different places but all these little teams and pods that pop up that are building stuff i'm like yo i just made a bunch of dough here you can have some you know like let's let's cool let's let's build some cool stuff so i'm really keeping my eye on uh, i have my eye on a couple projects there's actually a couple projects that i want to work with that i think is going to be fun in the future but you know mostly the 2d stuff but that doesn't go to say about uh the like the artist market stuff right like the super rares, and known origins, and the makers places, and the foundations, and the Zoras, you know, so,
0: yeah. Awesome. What are, you know, just your overall thoughts on the NFT market? You know, there's a lot of talk of, you know, some criticism. Is this a bubble? How long is this going to last? we've got a lot of successful projects, you know, that have built these loyal communities like yours, Mm -hmm. you know, where do you see NFTs, you know, a year, five years from now uh, going forward?
1: Interesting. Um, So it's actually funny. So a lot of the work that I was doing when we, like when I got into NFT specifically at Dapper Labs was trying to figure out how to make it more easy, Right. How to, trying to figure out how to make it more easy, more accessible to everyone and like everybody can get one and we want everyone to have one. And like we were like really focused on like what, what are we going to do to streamline that process and that flow and that onboarding and, and, and whatever. And I mean, that's that's most of the use cases for a lot of companies that you see it that are in this this specific space. Um, whether they're, you know, it's a custodial seed phrase or, or whatever. Um, I think, I think that art, art, and this is more of like a philosophical point, but like art has kind of like opened the door to be like, hey, here's blockchain. Everybody run in, you know, because there's like a new creative visual way for people to, to, to monetize just not only the art market, but the digital you know, just digital visual market in general. Um, I mean, I think it's, I, I, I think we've, I don't think we've even really started to hit just like the first point of what this is going to be. Um, because I think that as we build these like digital universes and like, or yeah, yeah d- digital universe and like, these different worlds and like social media and stuff like the, I think those assets will s- slowly start to trickle in depending on what happens with, you know, like, you know, is it legal or what, whatever, you know, what it, whatever it is, like, can I pull my Twitter password out or keep it in a seed phrase type of thing, you know? So, um, but I, I think we'll start to see a lot more of it um, popping up in like, more 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 and more consumer brands heavy brands best example i could say is like i was sitting here with uh my backup koto kid and we saw i got a text my my boy who was shooting nelly for for burger king for the commercials for the nft drop that dropped on that palm thing palm app palm app yeah palm app is it palm 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 I think Look it's Look at UJ Mad as a palm? Palm. Yeah. That sounds
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um it was it was kind of cool because we like we went, we 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 went over to Burger King and we scooped one up. Scooped up some burgers, man. And we got some <laughs> NFTs, man. <laughs>
0: Great combo wow. there. Burg- burgers and <laughs> NFTs. You nailed it. Love that.
1: So
2: you mentioned a subduck cartoon, you know, something that you'd want to head towards that direction in the future. Would you yes. plan on doing that on your own or would you partner with an agency or have you had any thoughts about execution oh. with that?
1: You have no idea. Okay. So like, <laughs> okay. you know, I've been in the tech industry in the tech space for geez, twenty twenty 20 years or like, I don't know. How old am I? What day is it but um I've, I've i've built a lot of apps i've dropped a lot of nfts you know i was i like helped gary view Like i was lead creative on his project i worked on you know my hand touch top shot like i've, I've like I've, I've like i've dabbled all these things and done all these things and even before the whole like crypto nft wave and selling digital art i was i was pushing apps on the app store top charts number one downloads um, left and right. I built Family Guy's app. I built an app for Stevie Yoki. I built an app for Bad Decent. I built an app for Snoop Dogg, you know. Let's go. I've done, like, so much of that. And now I'm like, hmm, what is something I have never done? Wait, what? A cartoon? That is the most exciting thing to me ever. You know, because I've, I've built a lot of games. And I know how to build games. I know how to build good games. But making a cartoon? Like, something that, like, I could send to my nephew or my my, you know my my cousin or something and and like go on like netflix or hulu and they can watch a cartoon of the crazy shit that's in my head (laughs) amazing so that to me is like yes i'm trying to move on that um and we're actually we're actually making progress on it too which is cool because you know being in la uh we're locking our office down i think on monday so we now have a spot to just jam and yeah, we're going to be making some, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring this whole thing to life.
2: Love that, man. So we will definitely follow up with that in the next couple of months coming up. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, you mentioned games, any, any video game thoughts for Subducts or anything like that?
1: 100. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah? So we're going to build a, I would I would call it almost like a mid MMO slash invest express slash like casual slash browser game. This is what I would say is going to become like the whole thing that we ended up actually building. Um one of the big things that I'm really 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 interested in is the like the tooling and the SDK system for how the art can work in a game right um i've said this before on my own personal streams i'm not really a huge fan of of 3d stuff like i I think like voxels are cool like minecraft's is tight it's like I'll, i'll jump in it Fortnite's dope don't get me wrong gta is sick red dead is dope you know but like i like that 2d kind of flat look and i like that like you know uh double drag or 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 you know the street brawler style and SNES games, like the Simpsons, like beat 'em up game was the one we were referencing, uh, streets of rage, double dragon, you know, like I like that kind of vibe. So I want to figure out how to build the tooling to make all of our characters and all the crazy stuff go into a world like that. That is just simple 2d stuff, like how they used to build arcade games back in the day. Um, But the thing that I want to do, though, which is really, really cool, is I want to open it up so that those tools and that software is available to other projects. So it's Mm -hmm. not just subducts. So, like, if you you have a project and you're not a 3D person, then you can just come in and jump in and start jam-bamming and breaking it and making it rain type of thing, you know? So, like yeah I, I like that's that's where i'm in. but in terms of like game mechanics or like the game loop we're gonna build it so that there's a lot of game mechanics and game loops and users can uh, build their own so they'll they'll make the world their own type of thing
2: love that man dude so many exciting things coming i'm, I'm excited for the Subtext community um so we've seen people like andy milanakis Star, you know uh talking about Subtux. how do you feel about you know influencers and celebs you know, making that their profile picture or, you know, buying and loving the brand.
1: I think it's tight. I mean, I, I think so. I think it's super cool. I, I love it. I mean, I think it's again, like all these like little wacky characters are just like, they're so weird. And so people make them their profile picture. I'm like, you're weird. <laughs> you know, it's tight. I mean, that that's the whole thing about like the profile picture, like avatar, like little blossom that we're in right now and i think i i I did a presentation last week on like a p.m skill lounge thing and what i was talking about was that like the ability to make it your 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 doorknob you know like your your profile picture is your like boom it's your like it's the first thing you see anytime you interact with anyone on the internet you can just flex that you're part of a community or you can flex your personality or you can flex your like part of a specific like clan of, of these different types of projects. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's very interesting right now that, you know, people are able to do that. And I think that that has helped fueled kind of what we have going on now where people are like, all right, this is me. And this is who I'm associated with. And this is what we're doing. And we're having fun, you know, so exactly um perfect and I
2: think Chris do we have any questions from the chat here
0: we do I mean the, this chat loves Frankie I, I think Frankie oh, yeah. knows that where's this the loyal, chat this loyal community chat. are you not able if you click on comments to the right here
1: oh, okay oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They, right. they're, they're loving you you, a train. you got lots of subs here uh so we got some questions from the <laughs> chat here Frankie um we have a comment from Tokes and Trades. Uh, great username there, Frankie. Can we collab on some pumpkin ducks for charity? You know, we're seeing a trend of Halloween NFTs. Any thoughts on uh, pumpkin ducks for charity here?
1: Pumpkin ducks? Well, all the ducks already been minted. I mean, we could definitely put some pump pumpkins in the boardwalk. <laughs> so yeah, just ch- hit the boys on the Discord. We got we got all those channels
0: awesome and then we have a comment from incredible science so we talked about volt and the question is what other utility will volt have aside from making toads will this be used you know uh will anything with the cartoon or the games in the future more utility coming
1: um i think for the most part it's going to be like it's it's going to be a lot of game pieces right because there's not only the it being used as a a way to transform or manipulate things or obtain things but also i think there might be because i named it volt it is voltage i think i want to make volt generators like i want to like i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to imagine in my head what it would look like if like i had a little tiny energizer bunny just like running and making volt you know like so like that's like the little character in the game and so like what do you do with all that energy? It's how you turn on the lights, it's how you uh it's how you flip over your frog, it's how you paint your paint your motorcycle red, you know? So I think that's oh. gonna be that's gonna kind of be the move on it.
0: Awesome. And, and then last question here from the chat uh uh hubber snacks uh again you know there's always that person who wants to know you know what's next uh so the comment is ducks and frogs soon toads and then dot 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 uh will we get another uh animal in the ecosystem Uh. here probably nothing you can share with us yet frankie i got
1: some good ones (laughs) i got some it's funny i was i I asked i like i was like yo are we sticking with like is like what swamp are we talking about here because like we know we got ducks now we got frogs and we got toads is this like is this like that like like southern like <laughs> you know like type of swamp or is are we talking like pond waters of california like what kind of critters live in there so i think we might do some fun stuff with some turtles i think turtles are cool um i like uh snakes i think snakes could be fun i actually have a really good idea for a snake project that would just be really weird and then uh i think i might drop some rats I don't know. I feel like I feel like rats could do something. Um, but I have a whole bunch of them in my head. And King Frog, he has an arch nemesis is King Bird. One rules the, the ground, one rules the air. So, you know, they're in constant trying to fight each other and stuff. So, I'm going to have to bring in King Bird soon. Um
0: Man, it sounds like you got a lot uh planned out. So, uh Frankie, this this has been great. Um, we're, we're loving this conversation. We look forward to following the progress and, and hearing more about Supduck in the future. So thanks for taking time to join us on the roadmap yeah, today.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it, Frankie.
0: Check out that fat toad. Oh, that fat toad. Yeah, one, more time. one more Ooh. time. Oh boy, he thick, he thick first time ever right here on That's the road thick, man. with three c's right
1: there man <laughs> three c's you got a crown on his head <laughs> all right
0: thank you frankie have a good one man adios see you, bro man. peace all right guys great interview you guys got some exclusives here we got to see that fat toad we got to hear about you know uh merch collaboration maybe maz uh what do you what do you think
2: Yeah, that's huge. Uh, First of all, you know, to the Subduck community watching, thank you guys so much. You know, make sure to leave a thumbs up if you like this type of content. So that way Benzinga can produce more of it. Um, Dude, it was great. Frankie's such a chill guy. You know, uh, very cool vibes. And yeah, a lot of exciting things coming up for the Subduck fam. I'm excited, man.
0: Yeah. And Maz, we got a call out. We got a tip here from Bread and, and this awesome comment. The real floor are the friendships made along the way. I think that's Facts. true with NFTs, right? Is you're not always going to see these huge floor jumps, these huge gains. Sometimes it's great to just be part of a loyal community and, and build friendships along the way. I mean, whether through Discord or um, you know, through messaging. However, I mean, I think that's, you know, one of the great positives of NFTs that, you know, for people who criticize NFTs, just so often forget that it's about community and not just all about the money side of things. So great comment, Brad. Thank you for the tip. Um, And yeah, Maz, I mean, the the duck showed up in full force um, for today's interview. And as Maz said, you know, if you want more NFT content, go ahead and subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel, smash that like, and let's drop the ones in the chat right now. One, if you want more NFT content on Benzinga, we've got great guests lined up too, Maz. So I hope oh, yeah. that everyone comes back. We air Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Our October calendar is stacked with some great guests. Maz, let's turn to headlines now. You know That's one of the things we'd like to start the show with, but today we wanted to get right to the interview since Frankie was here ready to go. So uh, one of the things we'd like to do on Tuesdays, right, is since it's our first show after the weekend, is talk about the top 10 NFTs from the week before. So last week was led once again by Axie Infinity. No surprise, surprise. right? $140.0 million in sales volume. It was actually up 22%, which we haven't seen that big of an increase for Axie in a little bit. Number two was Mechaverse, which Maz is going to talk about in a minute, so I won't spoil anything there. And then we had cryptodes. I mean, that's been an incredibly hot project. Twenty-five million almost in sales last week, down fifty-three percent, but still number three. And then, of course, we had CryptoPunks, Art Blocks, and then Mutant Cats joining the list. Twenty-two million, up two hundred and forty-seven percent. That was a big gainer on the week and then Board Ape Yacht Club, Cyber Kongs, two big projects, and then the Humanoids, and then the official Surreals at number 10, $11 million. That's the first time they've been on the list. This one recently launched. Um, What do you think of that top 10 list, Maz, outside of Mecca, which I know you're going to talk about. Anything uh, surprise you there or jump out on the top 10?
2: Uh, We see a lot of the usuals here. But yeah, we do see, you know, mutant cats, uh, humanoids, you know, the official surreals. Those are new ones that I haven't seen before, um, which is interesting to see them here. You know, I I have heard of mutant cats a lot the last couple of weeks, uh, last couple of days, I should say. Um, But yeah, no surprise for the most part.
0: Awesome. Well, Maz, I, I previewed it, you know, Meccaverse number two on the list last week. Yes. Not a huge surprise to anyone who watches our show. We all knew this was going to be a big lottery, but Maz, tell us how the lottery went and what's to come for Meccaverse here.
2: Well, Mechaverse, man, Mecca, Mechaverse it has been an interesting uh, case study, right? So we've seen liquidity almost dry up completely from the whole market. Uh, it seems like people are waiting for the release today, which is going to be in the next couple hours or so. But first of all, I didn't win the lottery. I know. Did you win, Chris? I did not. No. So a lot of people, most people that I know, they didn't, you know, weren't able to mint these pieces. Um, The floor price went as high as what? Almost 10 ETH, I think.
0: I think it was 10 on that first day. We saw essentially 10 and then it fell all the way down to, I think, 5, maybe a little below 5. And then it it went back up. And I mean, you see it there, Uh, 6.69. You know, that's a a decent price for a pre-revealed NFT here.
2: Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see today when they reveal what happens to the floor price and what happens to the market overall. Um, you know, most people are projecting that it's going to, you know, drop a bit, which is, is standard. You know, it's not a bad uh, guess. Um, I'm just curious to see what happens in the, you know, long term vision of this project, because, I mean, there's never been this much hype before. Right. We've seen the whole market has, you know, been affected by this. So I'm curious to see what happens after reveal today um reveal is expected anytime from 8 p.m ct to 12 a.m ct which i think is 2 p.m eastern and 6 p.m eastern
0: yeah the, um, these time these time zones on these nfts are always so confusing i live and breathe eastern standard time i know your pacific time mass but yeah. you know you also know eastern time from this show and from the stock market so uh yes. yeah <laughs> so uh you know, Maz, you mentioned a good point there. I I think it goes without saying that we'll probably see a dip in the floor price after these are revealed. But on the flip side of that, so if they already were selling for 10 ETH pre-revealed, you know, during that lottery, do you have any predictions on, you know, what maybe some top sales are over the next 24 hours? You know, do you think we see 20 25 ETH here, or you think the, the 10 to 15 range is going to be our, our one of ones or top uh mechas that sell?
2: Yeah, I think the top you know, maybe top 50, top 100 mechas will go somewhere around. Yeah, I want to say higher, closer to the 20 ETH range, uh, in my opinion. Um, I do think the rares will be sniped while the floor does dip a bit. Again, that's normal. Let's see what happens after. That's what I'm curious to see. You know, does it recover? Do we get some you know, momentum moving forward? And what's next for the Meccaverse universe, right? What do we expect now that the hype may come down a little bit? So it'll be interesting to see that.
0: Yeah. And we're going to be covering that the next couple of weeks because I'm excited to see, yeah, what does the floor do on this a week from now, right? Is it still over five? Is it down, you know, to three, to two? And also, yeah, you know, are, are people going to hold these or is this, you know, everyone just waiting to, to flip? And Maz, you mentioned it at the start of the show, right? That this kind of dried up some liquidity. So, with that being said, after the Mecca reveal today, after some of those top sales get out of the way, are we going to see a huge rush back into NFTs over the next couple of days, you know, with people being more liquid and having, you know, that that ETH that they had tied up or were ready for, for Mecca. So some great points there. We'll be following that. Maz, I don't know if you saw this, but another huge deal in NFT land, board ape yacht club signed a yes. representation deal with Guy Osiri. He is the, uh, he represents Madonna and U2, a big name in the space. Um, so Yuga Labs, which launched uh, Bored Ape Yacht Club, he said that many people still have not heard of Yuga, yet they are one of the highest grossing talents of the year from any art form, including music and film. And he flat out says that, Board Ape Yacht Club sees opportunities across media platforms, including film, TV, music, gaming, and more. They are originals, empowering their community of NFT holders by giving them IP rights to their purchased ape. Um, I don't think this comes as any surprise, right? We talked about um, UTA signing a deal with CryptoPunk's parent company, right? Um, Larva Labs. And we also talked about this, Maz, when there was that huge auction for the bored apes, right? And we said, you know, is a media yeah. company gonna come in, acquire the apes. We still don't know who who bought the apes, but that purchase is looking real good now. If they own 101 apes that are going to be, you know, they're gonna be able to license them for film, TV, and games. This is a big deal, Maz, right?
2: Huge. And yeah, you were actually, you know, the first one that kind of told me about that, you know, them maybe taking that route. So it's, this is huge news to see this happening. And, yeah, I think we may see that happening faster than we anticipated. Definitely. So uh, we have a Dark Horizon reveal tomorrow, I believe. Uh, Dark Horizon is a project uh, that has 8,686 unique hand-drawn fighters. Um, let's see. The floor price is currently 0.12. And, yeah, so the reveal is tomorrow. Did you mint these, Chris? I did not. I'm just I did not, episodes. I missed
0: out on them. They were on my watch list. Um, but I you know, just not being around the computer when these went live. I, I'm curious to see what happens here, right? Because if you look at the artwork, Maz, I think it follows recent projects we've seen, right? So you have the, yes. the moon behind there reminds me a lot of uh, of Omni, of course, right? And, and some of this artwork looks, you know, sort of familiar, but this is another project. Uh, uh, front facing PFP, right? So we talk all the time about PFPs. And so many of them, the ones that are heavy art focused are side profiles, right? And here you have, you know, the the front facing PFP. So I'm curious to see what happens to these after reveal. Again, this is a smaller one, right? 0.12 floor right now. But uh, it's always interesting to see what happens, um, you know, with some of these uh, art based PFP projects.
2: Yeah, you know, that's a great point. You know, looking at Oni, Omnimorphs, I think the 777, Outcast. you know, there's a very similar uh, aesthetic to these type of projects. I wonder if we see a rotation to this style of project soon instead of just like the cute profile pictures. You know, maybe we see a rotation to this style because I'm noticing a lot more of these projects. But I, Oni seems to be that first project that led that You know, style, same with Omnimorphs. They were kind of the first two OGs to do this style. And they both look cool. um, But they're not the cute profile picture, you know, that that everybody likes. So it's interesting to see if we see a rotation to that.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, interesting indeed. Another one, um, this one I actually did mint. So we talked about this one last week on Thursday's show, I believe. Two, five, four, five. Um, So I minted three of these. They have not revealed yet, Maz. Another delay. I'm not a mm. huge fan of delays, right? But in this case, I'm still holding. I like the artwork. We're going to see what I get. They've got some great one-of-one pieces. Um, but they said that they had to add another trait um, to you know, the NFT. So uh, we'll keep an eye out. Two, five, four, five here. And, and this is one, mass we talked about on Thursday. And it actually started out, it's minting pretty slow. Um, but then it got some big names minting and all of a sudden it sold out. Uh, so it was one that gained some steam at the end, but the question now is, has the steam kind of gone away with this delayed reveal? What do you think?
2: Yeah. You know, I, I did, I did keep track of this mints. uh, did start slow. I think then Steve Aoki and a couple other people minted these projects. So it got some hype. Um, you know, I like the work. You know, it's been compared to some other work that's on Twitter as well. The, these are the first type that become NFTs, but there's an artist that's similar style work So I'm curious to see what happens, you know, when they, re- when they reveal, because we haven't really seen all the art, you know, by itself. So when they reveal, uh, we'll see how it works. Definitely. So there was a rumor this week, um, OpenSea Visa rumor, right? So... There rumor has it that Visa is working to become the payments processor for OpenSea. So this is huge, if true, but it's completely, uh, it's just rumors at this point. Thoughts on this, Chris?
0: I mean, I think this could be dangerous, you know, for someone who who enjoys the (laughs) NFT space. I can flat out say, you know, that there's been times, right, where my low liquidity has kept me from minting some of these, you know, Random drops, these stealth mints, these spinoff projects, where they can, you know, essentially go, uh, you know, much higher or become, you know, essentially worthless pretty fast, right? And yeah. if you have the ability to buy NFTs with, you know, a credit card, I, I just don't know about that. I-, I mean, I worry a little bit about that. With that being said, though, Maz, I think you'd see some new people enter the space because there's yes, a lot of people absolutely. who still, you know, don't understand. Um, NFTs, or they don't like the fact that it takes you know days to set up your wallet and get the ETH and transfer it over, um, you know, to your MetaMask. So I, I don't know what what's your thoughts here. I just feel like it might be a little a little dangerous.
2: I think it's I think it's great for uh, you know mainstream to to get into the NFT world. You know, obviously it is a little dangerous once you get hooked in it. You realize how easy it is to uh, make transactions, but You know, currently, at least for me, that I've noticed is banks aren't really big fans of crypto. So whenever you try to use credit cards or debit cards, they get blocked, I would say, more than half the time. And you have to call. They make you go through this crazy process to approve these transactions because they're crypto based. So it's going to be interesting to see that come into play. But I think this is a big step for mainstream and NFTs to come together. Speaking of that, though, I know we have some big news that just happened today, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, with that being said, talking about OpenSea, OpenSea has been a leader in the NFT platform uh, industry. But Maz, it looks like they may have a competitor and not just a startup competitor, right? We're talking about established cryptocurrency exchange platform, Coinbase, so Coinbase is launching Coinbase NFT. They put out a press release Huge. today. They have a waitlist. You can already join. Currently, the waitlist is broken, which I'm guessing is because so many people were trying to sign up for it. That's a great problem to have, right, if you're a Coinbase. So they said that they this will allow users to mint, collect, and trade NFTs. Um, and their quote was, just as Coinbase helped millions of people access Bitcoin for the first time in an easy and trusted way, We want to do the same for NFTs. So the Coinbase NFT platform will initially support Ethereum-based ERC-721 and ERC-1155 standards, and they plan to add additional NFTs later. And this is why this is so important. Coinbase ended the second quarter with 68 million verified users, 8.8 million monthly transacting users and over 9,000 institutional customers. They also support 83 different crypto assets for trading. Um, so NFT market was $10 billion in sales volume in the third quarter, according to uh, research. Uh, and again, OpenSea you know, has a lead, but Maz, that lead, it may disappear real fast. Coinbase, 68 million users. I, I've used Coinbase before, right? It, it's got a nice ease of use which a lot of people want, right? And that's something with NFTs. OpenSea has lagged, right? We've seen the platform crash during big launches. We've seen insider trading accusations. We've also heard that OpenSea, you know, is a small team, uh, a relatively, you know, small employee team, which given the rapid, you know, ascent of NFTs kind of doesn't make a ton of sense. So What do you think? Does Coinbase just, I mean, take the lead here and just take it away from OpenSea or is this, you know, too early to tell?
2: Yeah, so OpenSea currently has about 60,000 daily active users. Um, So seeing Coinbase, who already has such a big base of users, man, I mean, if I was OpenSea, I would be a little bit uh, not concerned, but there's definitely going to be competition, right? So we'll see how the rollout goes. I'm excited, to be honest with you. I'm excited. Again, how can we connect mainstream to NFTs? That's the big question here. This is a great step forward. Um, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and I I think one of the other things, Maz, that I like about this, right? So the majority, I I can honestly say I've never bought a Solana uh, NFT, right? But they are popping up in rapid numbers. I, I focus on the Ethereum ones. I've also used, you know, Flow for Top Shot. Um, But the fact that Coinbase would launch this platform, they already have all these assets that trade. So I think that would make it a lot easier, you know, to just use your Coinbase account, use your Ethereum, use your Solana that's in there, you know, mint or buy these different NFTs. I think this could be, you know, a positive for Solana based ETF or uh, NFTs, right?
2: Yeah, you know, and they did mention that they do want to add a social aspect to the NFT platform. So we kind of see, you know, the Discord communities, and then they go buy an OpenSea. If there's a way to merge these two things together through a coin based platform through a decentralized social media, I mean, this is huge.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if I'm an investor in OpenSea, which that's the other thing I did read, is that um, Anderson Horowitz is one of the leading investors in OpenSea. They were also an investor in Coinbase, so now you have, you know, uh, a possible competition. And anyone who invested in, you know, OpenSea or some of these platforms, you know, is now the time where you step in and you say, "Hey, guys, we, we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta change it up. Like we have a major competitor coming to the market." And again, this isn't just a rumor. Like Coinbase put out a press release; they have an active waitlist uh, again I can't get that waitlist to work if I could I would drop it in the chat but I don't want to give you guys a, a a non-working link um but yeah so this isn't just a rumor this is coming the question is when um and and yeah I mean I think this is big for Coinbase and just huge for NFTs overall
2: absolutely You know, we're still so early. Everybody says that, you know, but I really believe that, you know, we're going to see some price fluctuations. Sure, NFTs will go up. Sure, NFTs will go down. But seeing things like Coinbase starting to adapt NFTs, seeing things like, you know, OpenSea Visa, man, it gets me excited for the next, you know, year or two um, here on NFTs. And, you know, that's the reason that we started this show was because we saw something that could potentially go, you know, mainstream. So we wanted to cover this. So. I'm excited for this, Chris.
0: Definitely. So Maz, here's a question for you. I didn't think very uh, much about this one yet, but Coinbase and some of these crypto platforms have been known, right, to offer incentives to sign up for their platform, right? Whether it's, you know, free Dogecoin, free Ethereum, um, you know, free free cash, whatever it is. If Coinbase, do you think Coinbase just tries to go after OpenSea on their own? Or do you think we're going to see you know, an incentive, right? Are they going to offer people maybe a free NFT series for signing up for for Coinbase NFT? Are they going to try to partner with some big artists to launch exclusively on Coinbase? You know, are we going to see that for the early competition? Is Coinbase going to, you know, aggressively market or do you think they just kind of slow roll this out?
2: No, I think they're going aggressive, man. They know what's coming. They know it's kind of like a first mover. You know, OpenSea has that first mover advantage. Coinbase wants to shut that down as soon as possible, in my opinion. So it's going to be exciting for the consumers. I'll tell you that, though.
0: Yeah. And I mean, uh, again, Benzinga, financial site. We we talk about stocks on all our other shows. Uh, You know, just to go outside the NFT realm for a minute, Coinbase is publicly traded. And Coinbase had an IPO earlier this year. And they've been criticized, right, that they get so much of their revenue just from, you know, exchange fees, right? Yeah. Um, now they're going to have this NFT platform too. And I think they're going to diversify their revenue so much more. I-, I mean, again, not financial advice, but Coinbase is definitely on my stock watch list now because, I mean, let's face it, Maz, if you were able to buy OpenSea stock over the last year, I think you would have, right? Because you see oh, how big of a deal they are in the NFT space and as you said that first mover advantage well now you have coinbase i mean i think that's a huge positive and a huge win for coinbase and their stock as well
2: absolutely man oh man when is robinhood going to launch nfts
0: you know that's a great point <laughs> uh, that's a great point that this could be the trickle down effect right because we saw this with all these stock trading platforms right where they all started then go- going what into crypto well now we're seeing crypto platforms go into NFTs. Maz, you you might have called that one, right? If if Robinhood rolls out NFTs in the next year, guys, you heard it here from Maz. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like, as you said, you know, we're we're so early. Um, again, not all these NFTs are going to, you know, succeed over the next five years, right? They may fall in price, they may lose utility, may lose focus, right? We've already seen that with some of these older projects. We talked about last week, right, the other trend coming, like Cryptozilla, Crypto Trex, right, where the the teams are being, you know, brought back together, or a new person takes over, and they're trying to revive these old projects, because what happens is otherwise these projects just kind of sit idle, right? So we talked to Frankie from Subducts, right? And the big thing there is they launched, you know, Subducks, then they had a mobile app, then they had a token and utility, then they had the Frog. They got toads coming next. They got a, a game coming next. They got merch. They got all this stuff, right? So the big thing in that cycle is as long as these projects keep engaging their community, keep doing stuff, it, it seems to like it'll last forever. But the big thing is, you know, what happens if some of that stuff goes away? Do people jump to the next project?
2: Yeah. And a big question, too, is also for new people that join the NFT space, you know, what NFT do they buy first, right? Do they just mint some random thing and hope they get lucky or do they, you know, try to join a blue chip or an emerging blue chip, you know, like SubDucks, you know, Oni, all these projects. So, yeah, well, it's interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk about a huge day for news, right? I was so excited about this interview, subducts, And then I was like, wait a sec, what did Board, Board Ape Yacht Club do? Wait a <laughs> sec, Coinbase NFTs? I was like, oh man, there's so much to talk about. But we did it. We made it because we are gonna make it. It's 3.04. We got through the interview. We got through all those headlines. We do not have a show this Thursday. I know many of you out there are going to be sad. We actually have our global cannabis conference for Benzinga. Uh, Benzinga has been a leader in cannabis news and coverage for years. We are doing a hybrid event. It is live in New York City and also will air here live on the Benzinga stream. But Maz, we'll be back next week and I don't think we can give away yet who's going to be on, but we have interviews next week, Tuesday and Thursday. And one of them was on our top 10 list for sales volume last week and the mm. other one it, it is rightfully just as big right and has some big things coming and I'm pretty sure uh everyone's gonna know that name too so uh what do you think Maz without giving it away how excited are you for next week's two interviews or maybe Man. maybe a teaser you can <laughs> give without spoiling it I'm trying to think of a clever way here
2: I'm trying to think of a clever way. All I can say is this is, yeah, next week's episodes, both of them are going to be back to back, you know, bangers. Um, I'm excited. I've been excited. They're OGs in the game, Um, you know, high end projects, you know, high end team. And it's going to be great to talk to them and just kind of dissect their mind of the space right now and where they're going. But yeah, it's going to be exciting, man. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, well, we may have to put out some uh, teaser trailers um, later this week or over the weekend. So uh, stay tuned for that. So with that being said, um, if you're not following me or Maz on Twitter, our handles are on screen right now below our names. And also, uh, if we can get up the roadmap, uh, Twitter, we have our own Twitter account as well. We will also share that information. And if you're not following Benzinga, on Twitter that is another good spot. Um so yeah, I mean, mass so much to talk about. We did it though and yeah, another huge week next week. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, this was such a great episode. I'm going to probably rewatch it again in a little bit just cuz there was so much information from the SubDuck, you know, from Frankie and the SubDuck fam. So, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, you know, always a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. And we got, we got Mexican cryptos saying just do a cannabis NFT show. Matt, that's, that's a great idea. I know there's at least one or two cannabis NFTs, um, out there. One, I think was going to launch like a plant that you got for minting, um, and maybe a token, uh, or a toke. And I guess in that, in that case, but, uh, that's my little pun for the day, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so uh, another great idea there. Maybe we can look at some cannabis NFTs. If you missed Thursday's show, we also did Halloween NFTs. Um, some great ones to watch during the month of October. But Maz, without further ado, I think we are going to end the show, but another killer episode. I'm going to rewatch it just like you said. Frankie shared some new information on subducts. I mean, it's not every day that we get you know exclusives here, But when we do, it's great for our fans and community out there. Uh, We got Mitch saying, hell yeah, great show. Um, Yeah, shout out to everyone in the chat, and we will see you next week. See you
2: next week. Peace.
3: Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right.